Hello, guys. Welcome to another edition of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason. Joining me, I'm Owen Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Dom. Triple D's, we back. That was a lazy triple D's, but that's fine. I was I was lacking energy. A couple it was lacking now. energy. My bad. I was still gross. Anyway, let's get into one crowd that was not lacking energy. Yesterday, two days ago, we had the Knicks playing the Hawks. The Knicks end up winning 101-92. Hawks had a lead. They were up double digits, a 15 at one point, and the Knicks, not known as a comeback team, fought their way back in the game and got it done despite Trey Young having 30.6 rebounds. Um, the Knicks, great cover behind victory. Derrick Rose leading the way with 26 points. Randall continues to struggle, 15 points, 5 to 16 from the field, but Bullock was able to hit four threes as the Knicks came back and win, obviously. And as you guys know, someone spit on Trey Young during the game and is now banned from Asper Garden. So a lot coming from this game. Um, but Darnell, what did you say? Yeah, um, <clears throat> it was one of those games where obviously Trey Young did get to the free throw line a whole bunch of times. He only got there four times, but he was making three. So it was four of seven, but it was a game where it was really about Derrick Rose. And Derrick Rose came off the bench. He played 39 minutes, led the team in minutes. He was 9 of 21 from the field, but he got to the free throw line six times. He had 26. He was a plus 12. And I don't know exactly. I don't remember exactly what happened to John Collins, but he only played 14 and a half minutes. Five fouls. Zero, zero points. So they need scoring from him. They got it from DeAndre Hunter. He got to the line 11 times, gave him 18. But we know that this is this Atlanta team needs Clint Capella. They need Trey Young, and they need John Collins to all play well for them to be successful. And you got to give credit to the Knicks because they defended well. They're coming in. They were coming in after the season as, I think, a top two defensive team in the league. So Tibbs really dialed up the right numbers and got the guys a victory in. It was led by Derrick Rose and, you know, Julius Randle coming from the dead, giving him a double-double at 15 and 12. And, you know, all-around supportive effort from everybody. Don, what were your thoughts? Demetrius, I actually have a question for you. So, you know, we've talked about the Hawks a lot, like, you know, off the air and on air. And, you know, you said that, you think the Hawks are, you know, a lock to make the conference finals. You think that not only are they just going, you know, make away with the Knicks, but also that the 76ers have no chance to beat them. All right, so you're clearly embellishing my words. I did not say they were a lock. What the hell are you talking about? You definitely did say even, the Sixers have no I chance. Not, I did not, did never said that. I also never said they would do away with the Knicks. I think they're going to beat the Knicks in six. And they're gonna do away with. I never, I never said they're gonna sweep this team like you said. One team is gonna sweep another team, which we'll get into. Because if I did pull up the tape, but I never said that. I never thought they were gonna. I wanted the Knicks to win yesterday, two days ago. I need Game Five there. I don't need Game Seven because I have money on it, but I do need Game Five. There. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'll try and get that forty dollars real quick. 
Game seven, I can pass. Game five, I'll take. Five, I'll take. And we got it. That's all I want. What What was your question though? That That start off with just did, saying the. Did of this? Comments. Did this? Did this show you why? Why? You know, even though as much faith you have in the Hawks, why I, why me and Darnell and other people are a bit skeptical on them. No, I'm gonna tell you why. They shot 37% from the field, 27% from three, and lost by nine on the road with fans spitting at their best player. No, it's not, 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 not at all, actually. Because, because, you know, if the shots aren't falling, they're not a great defensive team. What's the difference between the shots and not? They have, the Knicks had 101. Brother, their defense is, again, another overstated. They, they're not getting destroyed on defense. But we defense. know the Knicks offense isn't that great either. Okay. So they don't have, like, a – they don't have a great offense either. So, you know, it's not like they're a high prolific offense that only scored 101. They well, just okay. So did the Hawks defense struggle? Is that what you're saying the problem was, or was it? The I'm saying they can out? struggle, and if the shots aren't falling, I haven't then double yet this postseason, and I don't. Expect... only played the Knicks. Okay, in two games. And I, okay. and I don't <laughs> expect their three point shooting to go. They've been shooting bad from three these first two games and stole one. So, no, I don't expect Collins to go out there five foul five times get zero. Nope. 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 Lou Williams, now he can be bad. He was one of six months 14. Okay. Gallinari, you know he going to be bad. Occasionally. I just don't expect all three of those things to happen at once very often. Hunter uh. made two or three threes in the first – I think he made two in the first quarter. He went cold down the stretch. Bogdanovich was two or thirteen from three. I mean, hey, if everyone's going to miss like late in the game, you saw they were all getting open shots and missing them. Yeah, you're gonna have games like that. I'm not freaking out about it. I do know they're a better shooting team than the Sixers, and they're a better shooting team than the Knicks. And these first two games, I think they shot 32 percent from three the first game, 27 percent from three this game. They're playing a hostile crowd, Mass Square Garden. No one's used to fans. Against and a high energy defense as well. High energy defense as well. And <clears throat> again, no one used to fans. And what I what I do see is is that Trey Young will be the best player if they play the Sixers. Because he's not bothered by the moment at all. The rest of the guys. So you think Trey Young would be better than Embiid? Yes. Oh man. Mm-hmm. I gotta disagree. With, I gotta disagree with that one. Okay, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> I think I'm, I, I, I've said it. <laughs> I think I've said it before. Go ahead. I think if Julius Randall again, Julius Randall, we know he has limitations. I said this was a bad matchup for him because of the height and everything like that. But well, all of them are bad matchups for him. Okay, but whatever the case may be, average twenty four in the season. He shot terribly. This postseason, and the main reason is because <clears throat> Clint Capella is right there, stopping these mid-range jumpers. And I think what the Hawks he doesn't. Do, I can't. Mm-hmm. Forgot. Nope. What I think they're gonna do, the Hawks is gonna double team him. You can't really double Trey on like that. You can double him B when he gets the ball in the spots. And the problem is John Collins can rotate back, 
and Hunter, these guys are tall enough and athletic enough to rotate back on our team and not let them get easy laps to the basket. You know, I mean, yeah, the Sixers are playing nice against a Wizards team with, you know, one legit seven-footer. That's cool. And no athleticism. I understand it. But, no, I'm not concerned at all because the Hawks lost a game on the road shooting 37%. Nope. Not at all. Okay. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll revisit this conversation. Oh, absolutely. Oh, trust me. Oh, it's getting revisited. <laughs> Don't worry about that one. Of course we will. When the Hawks win the series, then you feel me. So, we'll be Hawks Sixers, and we'll go right to it. So that's correct. So. I have a serious – so I should be worried about the Hawks because they lost a road playoff game. Because the they shot so poorly. Game. Wait, the, they're supposed to just they're supposed to just beat the Knicks twice at home. This isn't the Wizards. Hey, man. All I'm saying is it's, it's not always – it's not going to flow perfectly with them. And if the shots aren't falling, they don't have, like, stout defenders. Let me just give another example, by the way, for those listening on what's happened here, because just the Mavs beat the Clippers twice on the road and they shot 47% from three and 53% from three. Again, you know, Clippers not close to the same crowd as the Knicks at all. Both getting open looks. Hey, man, they definitely get in their heads. We'll see how they play in Atlanta. But I also, one thing that you also should recognize the Philadelphia crowd I'm watching is not the same as the Knicks crowd. It's say not. Maybe it will be in the second round. Maybe it will be in the second round. We sense some sort of danger. We're not bringing it all. All we could do is throw popcorn at people. But, and I don't even know why we had to do that because it was fine. We were going to sweep them. But whatever. Um, it's not close to the same. as The Knicks crowd is intense from the first second of the game. Um, but again, they're playing for the play. They they know the Hawks are better than them. So maybe when we we if we see the Hawks is in danger, we'll get louder. But I don't think we can reach where the Knicks crowd has been because their whole stadium's packed and they're not wearing masks, and that adds some of that noise as well. So we'll see if we do well, that. Well, and they haven't made the playoffs in like eight years, whereas as opposed to y'all being it for like the last four. Yep, we've been messed. I've been in those shoes as a fan base where the crowd is like not as into the game as other crowds because it's early in the postseason and you have higher expectations. So you're not really as excited about the first round or second round. I think that's where the Sixers are. And obviously, like Dom said, New York right now, they just they're just happy to be there. And you can't yeah. be the crowd like that. We know Philly has the capability of being loud and raucous. Exactly. I know. We just have to feel threatened. And I feel like that might be an issue. Because in the game one, if we come out there as a crowd last days ago and we don't feel threatened, uh, they're going to beat us. And then we can get as loud as we want for game two. We've already lost on the court at that point. That's all I'm saying. So you think that, so you think the Hawks are going to win game one? Dude, I'm giving you examples. You keep, you keep trying to pin me in this bubble that you're in, like taking the heat for the finals. 
and I'm not going to do I already, that. I already left that, bro. I left that after game one. I straight left it. We have the evidence. We have the paper. But I said it. I will uh, post it. It's verbal. It's verbal. I verbally said that I, I'm off of that. That's okay. I can leave. You can verbally leave, but we have the evidence of what you thought. But I left. That's okay. I left after one game. I was like, oh, okay, now nah, they, they they do suck. Okay, I gave I gave Spolstra, I gave Spolstra a lot of hope. <laughs> anyway, are you done trying to pin me in this bubble of the Hawks are going to beat the Knicks in five, or like, you know, they're going to win game one in the next series? I don't fucking know that. How am I supposed to know that? It's a game by game. You didn't even give any analysis on this game other than trying to pin me into some. Some John Collins. John Collins was in foul trouble early in the game, and then he came out there and did nothing. That's my main takeaway. Awesome. So, and you already heard my takeaways. They shot badly. Now, moving on, the Nuggets end up being the Blazers 120-115. Oh, we're talking about the Nuggets second for once. Yep. In a series that Dom thought would be a sweep, actually, for the Blazers after one game. Um, Nuggets have come back. They've won two in a row. And hey, the real reason, <clears throat> as much as we like, obviously, Jokic, great. 36 points, 11 rebounds. <sighs> Damian Lillard went out there, 37 as well. TJ struggled in the second half. He ended up with 22. But as we know, the Blazers just don't play defense. And Austin Rivers late in the crunch time moments went crazy. Four threes in the fourth quarter. Um Big time game for Austin Rivers. He just kept hitting them, and that's why the Nuggets got away and ended up winning this game. Um, so now they hold a 2-1 series lead over Dame Time and the Blazers. Um, Nurkic has fouled out of these last two. It's a big storyline as well. So, Dom, what have you seen out of these games? I mean, as we know, as we expected, you know, Nurkic can't, Nurkic can't hang with Jokic, and then you see Cantor's minutes, five. So there's no center out there ever. And, you know, Denver's just taking advantage of – Denver's taking advantage of the small ball out there, and they already don't play defense as is. So uh, uh, Denver's just been able to take advantage of, you know, the opportunities out there. And as you said before, you know, Compazzo, he's been getting more acclimated in the offense. Aaron Gordon, even though he only had 13, you know, He's been scoring a little more than he was doing at first. And, you know, it's just, again, Portland just doesn't have a lot of defense. And outside of Lillard and McCollum, and, like, everybody's kind of doing what they do on Portland for the most part. Even Carmelo, he came through with 17, but they just can't stop nobody. And the biggest problem with Cancer not playing is that, you know, obviously he – leaves a lot on defense, but he does pr- produce a lot on offense. But if he can't play in the series, then you're missing a whole center. <laughs> so there's just going to be a lot of issues out there for Denver. Mm-hmm. Darnell, I mean, for Portland. Yeah. Darnell, what were your thoughts? It's going to be a tough series for the Blazers to win, obviously, because we've seen that even when Damian Lillard gets it going, even though he didn't have – even though he had 37, but it wasn't – the most efficient night for him. He was only five of 16 from three, got to the free throw line twice. So we know he can get to the free throw, free throw line a lot more than that and get contact and, you know, build his numbers from there. But if CJ's not – if he he's not hot, then 
they really don't have any other answers. That they're putting a lot. They're gonna put a lot of you know pressure on the shoulders of Carmelo Anthony. Guys like Norman Powell, Robert Covington is gonna have to hit all the shots, and that's just asking too much for this Blazers team. And if they can, they can allow you know some of the role players to get to scoring like they did if they're going to limit Jokic. But it can't be both. You can't have a, you can't allow Jokic to give you thirty six and let guys like Austin Rivers come into the starting lineup and give you 21 as a team. They made 23s. That's just defense is the calling card of, you know, or not the calling card, but what's been hampering the Blazers for the last past however many years, and nothing's changed. And this is a series that's going to cost, you know, the coach's job. So, yeah, I think – I think Denver is surprisingly playing better than, you know, a lot of people thought because obviously they're missing Jamal Murray. That's a big part of their team. They're not even playing JaVale McGee. So that's surprising. And they're still winning games. So I think Denver wins this series. And I think it's the end of Terry Stops in Portland. Yeah, I got to agree with you. And I think it's tough, right? Because the whole person who's changed this entire series to me was a trade that the Nuggets made and the Blazers didn't make, and that's really Aaron Gordon. Ever since they put Aaron Gordon on Dame, you've seen his efficiency go down. He didn't have 37. He fought for the 37. But Aaron Gordon's not going to foul him as much. He's going to be tall enough to be there on the three-point shot. I mean, he's 6'10". He's just fast enough to do it as well. One of the best defenders in the league. And you're just seeing, I mean, they just said, you know what? All right, all right, you know, we got you here. You know, play defense, like play defense on their best player. And it's just made them a little clunkier on offense. The real issue <clears throat> is CJ to me, is the fact that Composo can kind of stay with CJ. But, you know, as we pointed out, this is why they both can't be here. And all that being said, it doesn't matter. Terrence Tass is going to get fired. Yeah. Um, another thing to point out, though, because I don't oh, really know if he deserves it. <laughs> yep. I, I will say one thing, though. I will say one thing. Harry, Harry Giles is sitting right on the bench. Henry Giles, whatever his name is. Giles sitting right on the bench. DMP coach's decision. Meanwhile, Cantry goes out there six minutes minus 15. That is bad coaching. Like, yeah. Like, we, again, Darnell, as you know, we talk about it. You never watch, but we do talk about it. We play Fry 2K. Um, and one of the things that – I do yeah. watch. When I hey. get the leaks, I watch. Hey. <laughs> um, one of the things that Don actually did one time, I forget who we were thinking. That might have been the son. I forget who, who, who I was. But I was playing, and I was just abusing Nurkic and Cantor on defense, because, you know, this is actually one of the series where Nurkic is kind of effective defensively, even though they're still going to get killed. I mean, at least, you know, well, he's fouling, so I take it back. He's not effective at all. But um, what happened was Dom played Giles and Rondé Hollis-Jefferson at the fives just so he wouldn't get killed down the floor every time, just speed and things like that. And it worked very well. And as you see, cancer – Six minutes minus. Yeah, I think I won that game. I think you were Phoenix. No, yeah, you did win the game. Came back and won the game. I think he was down like 10 or 15, and I just couldn't adjust because I was like, damn, these guys are fucking fast now. Um, And (laughs) Rondé Hollis Jefferson 
again, you see him in the game, five minutes plus one. I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Um, so, I mean, the series isn't over yet, so we don't want to, you know, just write them off completely. But if they do wind up losing the series, because this feels like the this feels the most of all of them, the most like the, a seven-game series. Oh, this so, is definitely a seven-game series for sure, I, I think. I think so. If, if, Portland, four, if Portland does lose this, like, they don't have no excuse. Like, Denver was missing their second-best player out there. And, again, and their, their issue is that. fourth-best huh? player and their fifth-best player. Barton yeah, hasn't missing. been here the whole time either. Oh, yeah, Barton hasn't. Nope. So, Denver's been injured, and that would really be the only reason Portland wins this series at this point. Yep. And – you feel me? If they do wind up losing this series, we know what move they're supposed to, what they, what move they should make that they won't. So like, and we know what move they're gonna make. But like, realistically, what would actually help them if they're just not going to do the smart thing? I mean, we talked about it, and it's so funny because again, at the trade deadline, you literally all three of us were like, I don't know if it was a rumor the day before, but I just remember Aaron Gordon to the Blazers, and we were like, that would be a really good move for them. We all were like, that move would really make them not contenders, but it would make them markedly better. It would fix all of their problems. They would have defense and passing, so Dame wouldn't have to do everything, and they would have another athletic guy to get boards. Would have done a lot for them. They would probably sweep if they would have just done And as much as I love Norm, that move didn't do that much. Uh, nope. he, he's 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 done what he does. He has done what he does. He Even gives them a system Gary Trent. But again, yeah. The problem is, is like they they keep trying to they keep trying to really base almost winning off of like their backup guard, which like last year was Trent, who you know was snapping. This year, you saw the game they won. Simon snapped. There's not enough shots to go around. Because you have two starting yeah. guards who don't leave the court, and they just shoot the ball. I mean, which they have to. And none of them will be out there. Small play defense, defense that, that well. Exactly, exactly. They're gonna be out there small and not play defense. They got to shoot the ball. So it's kind of like I don't know. And none uh, of them are the are that good at passing either. So yeah. it's really just a bunch of ISO guards. Exactly, and we know what they should do. They should trade CJ for a. Freaking wing player, a yeah, wing player who plays defense. But that don't ever happen. Honestly, so. yeah, honestly, I don't think CJ's value is high enough to where he can get you to return, to where you can actually upgrade at that position, or up, upgrade in the trade. So any trade that you make regard CJ, what you're losing on offense, I'm not sure you're gonna be able to make up for it. I'm serious question with any moves out there. I don't think either team would do this trade, to be honest with you. But hypothetically, CJ for Tobias, who says no quicker? I think that would work. I actually like that for y'all. And them. They're both just going to be max players. Yeah, you said Portland says no. I I do think Portland wouldn't do it, but I I think that would help the 76ers a lot. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Now he's not the defender that they would need necessarily, but at least he's tall. <laughs> like, so 
He's actually not that bad on defense for real. No, he's not that bad. He's just not. I think they need. <clears throat> he's they not need Aaron someone, Gordon. Yeah, they need someone who's better. But again, he can score and he's tall and he gets rebounds. So it's like that's obviously that's like the type of player. But I agree. I agree with both of you. Portland says no because you know he's the CJ's never leaving. <laughs> yeah, this is a tough situation. Like, so you're if you're in Portland, like, like for real, is this? I mean, why do they have to stay? I know why Dame has to stay. <laughs> Like, I know why, right? Dame yeah. is a superstar. He's a Hall of Famer. CJ ain't. Why does CJ have to stay? I because think Dame wants the, him there. Uh, yeah, I was about to say it's the camaraderie between the two. Now, here's about to get me and Dark. Out of two different first rounds by the Pelicans, led by Rondo. Well, not swept. Sorry, they won their game. But they're about to lose a series to basically. I mean, it's an MVP. They do I don't know if they're going to lose in. Five. I don't know if they're going to lose in five. It could go. Huh? They're not going to lose in five. I was going too far. I think they're going to. I don't know. They still can win the series. They. they yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, this is the one where I'm like, I don't want to just say that they're just going to lose. They did lose two in a row, but like. I don't want to say they're just going to lose. I really think, though, that the, the decision of Gordon on Dame might have ended the series, for real. You said what? I think the decision on Gordon to put Gordon on Dame might have really ended the series. The yeah. only thing, though, is just that, that. Nurkic keeps fouling out. There's that. So, I don't. Yeah. It's just like, y'all really can't mm. beat them with, and they're not healthy. <laughs> that's the That's the biggest problem with it all. They're mm. not even remotely close to healthy. And, and y'all struggling with them. Yep. Not struggling, they're losing to them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm still I'm still trying to rack my brain around who exactly they should trade CJ for if Tobias is really the one who's just right there to me. But I, let me think. Um Anyway, you guys know it. it has to be a wing player. It has to be good. That's why, like, me and Darnell talked a little bit about this off-air. We don't got to talk heavy on it, but, like, Cleveland don't want to find themselves in that same type of situation where you have a Garland and a Sexton, and then, you feel me, Garland, Sexton's too good to come off the bench, but y'all want to build around Garland. So then <clears throat> either y'all going to be stuck with two short guards that don't play defense and score or you're going to be stuck even though I think Garland's a little bit probably a little bit better of a playmaker than Dame but um, you don't want to be stuck with two short guards that don't play defense so like stuck. not that well no he's not a great defender alright so, really so yeah, yeah it's fine so like you don't want to be stuck in that situation either one of them would either have to be the sixth man or one of them got to go and that's what Portland is. CJ should either be the sixth man or leave. But they're not going to do that. So, Hey, man, bad as he was game two, John Collins is being dangled right there. Uh, I don't Porzingis know. Is, well, Porzingis was. I don't know if he still is anymore. 
Porzingis is right there too. I don't know if either. I don't know if you got fleeced either one of those teams with a CJ deal, but because that would be fleecing. If CJ is going to get hurt half the season anyway this year, Atlanta wouldn't do that. Not you can't have Trey and <laughs> CJ. That is terrible. That sounds bad. You might can you might can finesse Chris Stapps, but the Collins ain't no way they trading for CJ. They not even looking at CJ. Damn, 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 CJ. I'm looking at him. Oh, no, bro, for what? You don't. That's it's just gonna be the same situation. Two short guards that don't play yeah. defense. Hey man, I agree with you. I'm just saying, damn. They can they should they should try they should see what they can do for Chris Stapps, though. I do think that. Nah. I'm not doing that deal. James said if Dallas. If I'm if I'm Portland. What? Out of your mind. I'm doing that tomorrow. So I'm gonna trade for an injury prone Chris Stapps for Zingas? Yes. 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 He's got to be healthy for like 30 games in the playoffs. Big if. We still don't know if he can do it, but yeah, that's better than CJ. If he was healthy for three, if he's on Portland right now, they're at least up 2 1. I guarantee you. They would just be taller. He would just be tall. And it would have him and, and Nurkic out there. He's taller and he's faster than, than Nurkic and um, Cancer, yeah. obviously. Well, Porzingis is nowhere near fast. If it's faster, it's Bob Margin. It's Bob Margin. He's faster than Nurkic. Nurkic is slow. Nurkic and Cantor is, is slower. Cantor is super slow. Yeah. Cantor is Porzingis slower is Nurkic. slow, too. Porzingis is, like, and slow. Porzingis don't be getting killed as much by speed out there. Just saying. So y'all really think you can put poor Zingas on the island with a guard? No one said any of that. No. Okay. The hell? Podcast of reaches and <laughs> throwing people in there. No one said anything. We did not say put him on Jamal Murray. We didn't say put him on Aaron Gordon. We just said he's tall. He's tall and he's not six feet tall like CJ McCollum. And shit, Man, so he's going to go out there and be eight for 20. Kristaps could do that. This really? man said, "Let's let's go put let's go put Chris Taps on Steph real quick." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know what kind of poor Zingas y'all be watching. But what I what I do know is I know who I know who can't be on an island, CJ. So it doesn't matter. There you go. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what what is Portland to do? Really, like they really I mean, told you they they're stuck. stuck. Yeah. DJ for Kristaps. Fuck with Dame once he'll get over it. Nah, I know what they're gonna do though. Kevin Love. Further, for who? Further fuck up this team. Isn't he a free agent? No. No. no? They got trade for him. Man, they man for some scraps. Y'all can have Enos on an expiring no. on my trap. No way. Who do you want? I don't want none of these dudes. That's the point. This team well, is not do you, good. But do you want Kevin Love? Honestly, 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 y'all. I mean, y'all should see if they'll do a sign and trade for Norm. 
Yeah, if y'all can take Fuck more. No, smoking that. Wow, there's no way you did not just say Norm. Now we just traded the whole future for dude, and now we want to trade him for Kevin Love. Bro, he off. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I mean, coming just to think there. about that for a second. <clears throat> Yo, yeah, ask for Simons. <laughs> They might be wow. dumb to that, but that wouldn't help Cleveland anyway. They would have three. Really, there isn't there isn't just a soul like on Cleveland that they really need. <laughs> I mean, on Portland that they really need. Yeah, nobody honestly, like. Bro, honestly, bro, just ask for a couple firsts. <laughs> they would. They, hey, man. Honestly, they might do it for real. They're at that. If they're just going. If they're going to use all their first on guards anyway, <laughs> on six foot three guards anyway. Who did they even draft this year? I don't remember. Simon's had to be drafted recently. Trent was a rookie last year, right? Simon, they were both rookies last year, I think. So they just drafted two of them. They were like, all right, let's double. Or, or they probably yeah. drafted Simon the year before. Yeah. I think Simon's in his third year. Yeah, yeah. So they drafted Simons the year before, and then they drafted Trent last year. Literally doubled down on their belief <laughs> guards, bro. That's been their whole method. That's been their whole methodology ever since ever yeah, since Lamarcus, ever since time. Lamarcus and Batum and Wesley and all them left, bro. It's just been guards. <laughs> but they actually drafted Nazir Little to be their three. Like the future's young three, but he's just been a bust so far. They suck he at was, drafting anybody that's not a guard. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to be coming in, like coming out of high school, going into college. He was up there with Zion, and he was yeah, he was ranked right, right behind Zion, up there with Cam Reddish and RJ. But did they draft Nurkic or trade for him? Was he? The they Denver? traded for him. He was on Denver. Yeah, he was the he was on Denver with Jokic. Yeah, he backed up Nurk. He backed up Jokic, and he was like, "I'm too good for this." Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, which he wasn't completely wrong, but he wasn't wrong at all. He just was slow. I don't know, man. I thought Nurkic started at first. He did start at first, but then Jokic got better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, he got, got hurt. Yeah, and then Jokic started playing. They were like, "Oh shit, he better." <laughs> yeah, and then I was the end of Nurkic in Denver. Damn, now he got hurt. That's how it always happens. Look at David Lee and Draymond. That's how it always happens. Well, he's always mm-hmm. hurt, too. That's the other part of that. Hurt yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nurkic is very injury pro. Yeah, Portland. They, they, they really, they really went out there and was like, maybe Derek Jones Jr. can save us. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Knowing, knowing what we know, which is that two K doesn't lie, and the Heat, you know, as rough as they look, and we'll get into it. They don't really make that many bad GM choices. They just let him. Honestly, I, I just saw, I saw what they could have traded for Harden. I thought Bam was included. Bam wasn't even included. It looked kind of steep, but at this point, at this point, it looked, they should have just went for Harden, honestly. <laughs> well, it's because Tyler. Hey, we'll get into it in a second. Yeah. 
All right, so let's jump into it. The Lakers beat the Suns 109-95 as LeBron continues to slowly turn up the dial on what he decides to do to the Suns team. And Chris Paul still does not look like himself. Um, only seven points, six assists for Paul out there. DeAndre Ayton continues, you know, he's been doing all series, 22-11. and 11, But Devin Booker struggled this game, 19 points, six of 19 from the field. And Crowder, one for seven from three. Meanwhile, on L.A., LeBron, 21, 9, 6, 6 rebounds. A.D., trying to tell you guys, man, whenever he feels like it, he's good for 34. He's got to fall down in this game. He said, you know what, if LeBron's going to try, I'm going to try. 14 free throws, 34 points, 11 rebounds for him as well. And Schroeder trying to make that money, 20 points as well. And bothering Devin Booker to the point where he again gets another star ejected. This was late in the game, pushed him off a layup. He got ejected. Crowder got ejected. Both probably got ejected because they were mad. The Lakers well, he defense, fouled out. Booker fouled out. He got ejected. That's what they said he got ejected. Mm. Yeah, they said he, he got six ejected. fouls, though. Hey, man. He probably got both. But he still got ejected Yeah, because, of you know, he had to lead the arena. Mm-hmm. Normally, oh, when yeah. you fall out, you still have you get to stay. Yeah, man, messed up my read. Anyway, so yes, Rotor again bothering another star player into an injection, as we saw him do with Kyrie earlier in the year. So, Darnell, what were your thoughts on this game and the series? The Lakers are now up two one. Yeah, I think uh, obviously when whenever Anthony Davis decides that he wants to be the Anthony Davis that we know and love, then the Slaker team is dangerous. When he reverts back to being the Anthony Davis that we saw towards, well, pretty much all season, regular season, then the Slaker team is vulnerable. So they're going to pretty much go as Anthony Davis goes right now until LeBron decides that he's A, either healthy enough, or B, just he just decides that he wants to and put his impression on the playoffs. But I think getting good production out of Schroeder was impressed or was important for them and getting good rebounding numbers all around from Kuzma and Drummond. That really helped winning the rebounding battle 51 to 35. That's a big number. Devin or DeAndre Aiden had 22 and 11, but he can't be the leading scorer for the Suns. Obviously he's meant to be the third guy. So anytime he's the number one guy, that means that they're not getting production out of Devin Booker and Chris Paul. And we know that's been the catalyst behind the Phoenix Suns getting the two seed was how well he's been playing. So the Suns, without a healthy Chris Paul, we said it before, they got good production out of Cameron Payne in his absence, but it's just not enough because we know that bench just doesn't have enough depth if you put Cameron Payne into the start lineup. So the Suns are up for a tall task to win another game this series, and I think the Lakers end up winning ultimately. Ironically, they are the catalyst, but they've been the entire worry the whole season uh, are their guard catalyst, um, as we talked about how they could sometimes disappear. Now they are playing number one defense in the league, and Chris Paul's hurt, but still just an interesting thing. Um, Dom, what are your thoughts? I mean, like I said last time, you know, the – Chris Paul being being injured, that just harms it all for them. We saw he was out there minus 20. I mean, I don't think that's just him. I think it's just him being hampered. And like we said, like y'all said, he might as well just sat this game out, recovered a little bit, but because this, this was going to be a result either way. But, I mean, <clears throat> a non-healthy Chris Paul means it's going to be a five-game series. 
Yeah, it's pretty much over. Um, LeBron's not going to do anything more than he has to. AIDS told AD, Ayo, bro, just win the series. AD's like, I guess I'll fall to the ground 14 times a game. He got 20 free throws last time, 14. This time, remember, he had like two in game one. And as I've told you guys, and as I tell all of the AD slanderers, the dudes, the, the complicated thing about AD is the fact that he's so fragile, but his biggest strength is falling to the ground. So I don't even blame that. And he got his championship. I don't blame him for every game one not wanting to come out there or every regular season game not wanting to come out there and just fall and get hit in his shit all the time. I'm okay with it. And now we, he saw he had to see LeBron do it. And LeBron told him, hey, man, we need you to do it, bro. Because I don't know, he might not be 100% or he might just be saving it for later in the postseason when he needs it. Um, and ironically, next round, it looks like he'll also kind of get the same uh, as we look at, you know, Nuggets Blazers kind of get the same kind of thing, right? Where AD can be their best player. Um, so for the Lakers, hey, man, we're happy about everything going on. Obviously, right now in the playoffs, Schroeder is really snapping. Um, he's kind of become, you know, definitely the third guy, if not at some points, the second guy in the series with his scoring production. And LeBron gets to just beat the chess masters, move out there, move these pieces around. And their defense, again, is looking incredible. Yeah, we know Chris Paul's hampered, but Devin Booker had a great game one, solid game two. In this game, he just, just had nowhere to go. They just had the clamps on them really all game. And it was an impressive defensive performance out of them and why we all picked them to go to the finals. So, and, and kudos to Lakers. Moving on, the Jazz beat the Grizzlies 141-129 in the return of Don Mitchell. That's ended up with 25 points, but he still is not the story. As John Morant, 47 points, 7 assists, 26 shots in the loss. The Grizzlies, Dylan Brooks tried. He had 23 points as well. On this day, I concede Darnell, at least for today, that Ja was the better scorer. And as we do, Grayson Allen, zero points. But moving on for the Jazz, everyone out there hitting their shots, 48% shooting from them. And we know at home they are definitely capable of doing that kind of shooting, the best three-point shooting team in the league. And they're just on fire, and they really just couldn't be stopped this game. Dom, what were your thoughts on this one? So I got a question. <clears throat> Here we go. Shot. Question. Is John Moran superstar? Huh? Is John Moran superstar? Um, no. Oh. Yeah, he's not a superstar, but he's playing he like one of the playoffs. He's gaming. Score. Yeah. He's got to win a series first. I'm sorry. Sorry, Where were you? It's kind of a requirement to that. You have to win a series. What are you talking about? You're really, you're really, yeah, I know, I know where you're going with this nonsense. You just try. Trust me, I know where you're going. I have a, I have a, I have a, I have another question. Like, dude didn't win where, two playoffs. Where would you compare him to, not Mitchell, but Murray? Yeah, for context on this, darn, I'm going to let you go. <laughs> I'd say that Murray has a bigger track record, so you'd probably say Murray's the better player. But I think going into next season with Murray obviously coming off of an injury, you would have to say Ja's at a higher level right now. So I would say right now, Ja overall, if 
Jamal Murray was healthy, I say Jamal Murray. I don't know. I I like um <clears throat> I think Jaws a better playmaker. And you know, I think he's a better decision maker. And the fact that he's shown that because this this isn't the first time, you know, in the in the playing game last year against Portland, they lost the game. But again, Ja did turn up and they were missing Jaron, obviously. So he had like 35. Dude on Portland. Okay. And then he did it against he did it against the Warriors as well. In the playing game. Yeah. And now he's he's shown that he can have high high scoring nights. And I think he's a better passer. So I think it's a debate. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a clear Murray or Morant or better. I think Murray's better now, but I don't think it's by much. I think Ja might be like one step under him. Mm-hmm. Damn, but I think man. it's a debate. They're already forgetting about you, man. That's crazy. <clears throat> this is one playoffs, one postseason he doesn't snap. This job better after two games. It's a little nutty. I got to tell you, that's a little nutty. Yeah. Murray was out there dropping 50 last year, too. Yeah. Like yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. But like winning the games. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> does he have Jokic out there? Where's Jokic? I don't see Jokic anywhere. That team was hampered, too. Right. I don't see Jokic anywhere, actually. Came down from 3-1 twice. Okay. Hey, man. I, you said what you said. I'm not even gonna. Job playing great. My man, my man Dom is is now. He's with the Twitter crowd. He's all about the jaw. I saw Chris Broussard the other day. This is before the 47. So I already know mm-hmm. he about to say. He was like. I don't know right now if I wouldn't have taken Jaw Brazilian. And I was like, damn it. And so it began. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. So I, I ain't say that. I ain't say that. I was like, and here we go. I, and I did my not, man, say, that. I did not say that. My man misses two playoffs because of a terribly run team. Jaw gets there. Because this team, as young as they are, they're perfectly constructed. They really are. They're a perfectly constructed team. Especially around the there was zero. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Your best scorer on the team. Zip. Zilch. Da da. Oh, Mine six. Twenty-three. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Three fouls. Shitty. I zero, bro. Zip. <laughs> Worst player on the team. My man, my man isn't isn't as explosive of a scorer as Desmond Bain. Talking about he's the best scorer. <laughs> and then, and then to make it worse, you don't learn your lesson about what one explosive game can do. Because now Jaws better than Murray. Okay, all right, <laughs> okay, man. People, yeah, man. got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Grayson had one game. He's the best scorer on the team. Jaws one game. He's better than Jamal. He was scoring 50 like four times, three, four times in the postseason. Hitting clutch shots over playoff teams to win series. To go to the conference finals. You acting like yo, like the MVP 
the literal MVP wasn't on his team. It wasn't the MVP yet. But he, he, he was one year away. The MVP, the worst MVP of all time, says Dom. I said in the last decade. I say all time. 20 years. I say I, in the last 10. Since the I said 10. I said 10. I said 10. Who won it in like 2010? Those are like the Kobe years. I don't think Kobe won. I think Kobe won in 2008 ish. I say. Like the LeBron won a bunch. LeBron. LeBron's won a bunch. So he's a better MVP than LeBron. No. I see. <laughs> <laughs> he might have. He might be. Let me see. So who that? Who's there? Steve um, Nash is what you're going to say. I'm telling you right now. Maybe Dirk. I don't even think he was. Was Dirk. he a worse MVP? Was he? Is he a better MVP than Rose? Rose, was, I thought Rose was deserving an MVP that year. I think yeah, he deserved it because he was young. It's also be, it's it's honestly it's hard to tell because again that's like saying Joe Kim Noah got hurt. So we honestly because the playoffs is where the stuff really really gets determined. I would say Rose earned it a little more than Jokic because it wasn't like it wasn't like Rose won it by default. LeBron was right there snapping. Yeah, and they were like nah. Sorry. There's a, I mean, there was a bit voter fatigue in that as well, but <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I mean, there's Giannis. <laughs> yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Um, if Jokic gonna have a better record than Giannis too, <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, Rose had a better record than LeBron. No, I'm, I think Rose deserved it. Yeah. The best record I think, is me, so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, he was giving up his knees for that MVP. <laughs> like, he's giving them up right now to win this, just to push this to six. It's crazy. It's, cra- it's crazy. It's being done to my mans. You know, I give up. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Thibodeau, if, if he just going to willingly go to the guy who made him like this, and still snap, still just give it everything. Give it to him. But... Back to this. No, I don't think Jazz better than Murray yet. But I do think he's an explosive, great young player. And I'm definitely interested in what's going to happen with them. And I think the big thing about this is I I think they're this series isn't over yet by any stretch because, again, keep in mind, <laughs> to win the game, the Jazz had to shoot 48%. So this could very easily change. Jock could easily yes. snatch Donovan's chain real quick. And things I was talking about, Donovan, could easily go by the wayside. And it looks possible. I will say it looks possible. But Jamal Murray already did that. But, again, it's possible. What I, what I will say, though, is moving forward for them, I think Jaron Jackson, obviously, we talked this off here, but Jaron Jackson is going to be the key because what we saw last year in the bubble was Jaron Jackson, when he's hitting his shots, completely spaces the floor for everybody else because he's he's raining in 30 footers for real and he only shot two threes this game he's not he just hasn't been as comfortable with it obviously since he came back from the injury so I think next year back from injury Jaron Jackson again I think I think it's obvious now that John is the best player but Jaron and Valanciunas are right there um when healthy the problem with both of them is can they stay healthy that's going to kind of determine how high the Grizzlies really can rise next year but, hey, man, this is a fun game. 
Um, my highlight of the day actually came from this game, so we will talk about that later. I'm excited for that. Um, but moving, we 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 not gonna point out my man Mike Conley with 20 and 15. No, you know Demetrius and Mike Conley got beef. I didn't even notice to be honest <laughs> with you. Oh yeah, Mike Conley had it dialed up. This man don't respect. This man don't respect this. Yo, this dude was the highest league, was the highest paid player in the league at one point, bro. Give him some respect. He's a genius. I didn't say he was smart. Smart as hell. You ever, you ever, you ever, you ever have a guy who's so un, who everyone calls underrated so long that he becomes overrated. But now it's to the point. It's to the point where because of that. He's now underrated again. I underrated you, Mike Conley. Just, just please don't say Mike Conley was dialed up ever again. I'm going to laugh every time <laughs> you say something like that. I can't. I can't. My man's had twenty. Like that. My man's had twenty and twenty. You laughing at him? Twenty and fifteen, and I have twenty and twenty. <laughs> what? What the hell? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, twenty and twenty now. Oh man. <laughs> What? <laughs> Man, it's putting up Westbrook stats, bro. You laughing at him? Whoa, he ain't have the rebounds. He did not have them rebounds. You need to calm down. He also didn't have them six turnovers, so you need to relax. <laughs> he definitely didn't have the turnovers. Hello, my guy, Conley. Yo. <laughs> Hey, we might as well go right to it. Russell Westbrook, as they lost to the Sixers, 120-95. 10 points, 11 assists, 6 rebounds, 4 turnovers. My man Brad went out there at 33 and didn't have Two a for chance. 10. <laughs> Damn, bro. Why, why y'all throwing popcorn on somebody shooting 2 for 10? Oh, no. He <laughs> might actually kill us now. It was unnecessary. <laughs> It was one idiot. We should just let him just go right to the locker room. Just chill. Man, through pot. Man, it'd be one thing if this dude was just like, fuck, if he had 40. <laughs> dude, had, dude had 10, 10 points. One thing if he did what he's supposed to do and got a triple double. Yeah. Um, Gafford in this game. 11 points, six rebounds, minus one. A lot, a lot of takeaways from this idiot. And I think his time is about to be up. But if we're if, if you're gonna throw popcorn on someone for being bad, the tons of history. Zero points. <laughs> zero assists. Zero steals. Zero blocks. Over four. 24 minutes. Six fouls. Amazing. <laughs> Honestly, bro, him and John, him and John Collins had the same stats for real. They really did. <laughs> they really. John Collins, I think, had some more rebounds. He didn't get five. Nah, he had two. He had two. Did he really? Damn, John. <laughs> yeah. Zero point zero. He had he had a steal. Just to go back to this point, no, I'm not worried about the Hawks because I think John Collins is better than Davis Bertans. 
And I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> hey, man, I, I was trying to tell you, bro, when they lost to the Celtics, bro, I was like, <laughs> you you was blaming it all on Russ. I was like, Bertans can't be out there zero for seven. Bro. I mean, Russ did smack go out here, and he was two for ten with ten or turnovers. Bertans was That's awful. Because the one player needs to famer. be good. Bertans the one, the one player he needed to be good was awful. Yeah, I don't think it would have mattered if he was great. Anywho, to the Sixers, because I'm not going to avoid anymore. Ben Simmons, career high 22 points, eight assists, nine rebounds. <laughs> Joel beat 22, seven as well. <laughs> Darnell, what were, what were your thoughts on this? <laughs> so, obviously. Whenever Ben Simmons can be involved in the offense, that's a positive for the Sixers. He scored 22, like you said. He made 11 field goals, which is a positive sign because we know he's not going to do it from the three-point line. He barely gets to the free throw line because he's not comfortable there either. So just him him being comfortable scoring is a positive for, you know, the outlook on the, the next coming series. Because I think we both can, or all three of us can say that the series is pretty much over. And it's a wrap. Yeah, it was a wrap since before it started, you all knew it was a wrap. Yeah, and man, Boston, Boston should have just went ahead and just let Washington win that game. They couldn't. Andrew's trying to keep his job. It's one thing if you get swept by the Nets. It's another if you get swept by the Sixers because they wouldn't get swept by y'all. They would have took one. We don't know that. I think you're right, but. We see one dude is about to get swept, and he's smack about to lose his job. So, say that. But, hey. Just saying. Sorry, Darnell, man. This guy, Dom, he's an interrupter. <laughs> no, he does. I mean, it's not really many takeaways from the game outside of you got some scoring from Maxi and Korkmaz. It was probably in garbage time, but still, that's sort of encouraging that they're that deep into the bench. And – they let the you know, play. Finally, right? Yes. And for Washington, they got to get scoring from Bertans. It's that simple. I know it seems like Don was reaching when he said it, but it's true. He's one. He's probably the third or – or I wouldn't say third. He's probably fourth or fifth most important scorer because he's pretty much the sixth man. He plays the most minutes off the bench. Mm-hmm. So, outside of Hachimura – if it's not Ismith or Gafford, it's got to be Bertans. And I think that's the second most important score, not player score. Because I think that if he's if he's scoring, because obviously Bill Bill has to put up you know his thirty, but I, I think when he what are you talking? He's not more. I'm for real. I, I <laughs> said score. He's not a more important player he's than not Westbrook. He's a more important scorer than Russell Westbrook. He's not. I'm he's sorry. more important because when his shot is falling, it opens up the floor for Westbrook more. Okay. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm saying that when, when Berton's shot is falling, then you have to worry about him. So that way it, it opens it up for Westbrook more. <clears throat> Westbrook and Berton's generally have good games together. And they normally and they generally have bad games together too. So Westbrook looked fire against Indiana. They didn't have a center, but but, but what? But that's because Bertans was making his shots. 
It's the last game. That's the one game this whole playoffs that Bertans knew how to shoot the ball. Hey, man. But, um, I mean, my main takeaway from this game is that Embiid didn't have two fouls in the the first two minutes of the game. That's really my whole takeaway. It was crazy, bro. So, Darnell, just just so you know, we're in a chat with a bunch of basketball people. Um, I made a couple wagers in there. They're not a bunch of basketball. They're a bunch of football people. They're a bunch of football people. I think think they know basketball. You know what? You're right. And (laughs) and in the first game, they saw Tobias going crazy. And they were like, oh, we can beat these dudes. And I was like, bro, Embiid has – not been in the game yet. Like y'all know that, right? And they were like, oh, we just gotta, we just gotta stop and beat and let the buys do it. I was like, and beat won't let y'all bum ass team do that. Like, I'm not good enough to make anybody else do anything. You All we gotta do is stop and beat. Yeah, there's no there's no make somebody else do if they make somebody else do it, it's about to be a layup. And shit, they the Ben showed you, Ben saw. I was like, bro, wait a minute here. I don't have any moves. I'm just tall and fast, but I'm two things that they aren't tall and fast. So you know what? I'm gonna just go right there. Don't forget, strong. <laughs> yeah, you're strong. And he said, "Fuck it. If they, if they's not gonna touch me, then you know it's what? Get a couple of dunks. Yeah, get a couple. Get up with they easy came out layups. and died in the first quarter." Had Taylor, had Taylor straight going like Ben Simmons. He had a good game one, and now he's got as many in game two as he did in game one already with six. I was like, okay. There were like 10 takeaways from that comment alone, but I was just like, all right, well, this game's over then. <laughs> Let's talk about all 10 takeaways. <laughs> a, he had six in game one. B, they let him score six in the first quarter. I don't know. If, if, <laughs> see, this was being pointed out as a compliment. Yeah, I'm just going to snap. He's snapping. He had six in the quarter. Oh, man. I had people in my family, in our family group chat. They were like, impressive win from the Sixers tonight. I was like, man, Wizards, y'all really – Y'all really gonna lure lure everybody into this false sense of now we can score. <laughs> Just because y'all are the worst defense I might have ever seen in my life. <laughs> like the one veteran on the team who you would think would kind of, you know, he's the leader too. Just randomly roams off of his guy. Oh man, not the one veteran on the team like the other dude ain't 28. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Hey man, they don't chant MVP for him. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. They said the one veteran on the team. Like the other dude wasn't drafted in 2012. Hey man. <laughs> hey man. One guy, one guy's been to the finals. He's been there. He's the veteran. Yes. Hey, uh, what about Bertans? Was Bertans there at that point? All right, so let's be on the Spurs at that point. Let's let's move on since we're going. Okay, all right. No, I, I hear you, man. I hear you. Let's go to the last game here. The Bucks beat the shit out of the Heat. The Heat have uh, officially given up. 
Um, Bucks ended up winning 113-84. They really, 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 I mean, the defensively, they just locked them down on the road. Um, it's really all there was to it. Tyler Hero has been awful. Four for 10 again this game, nine points. They put Drogic in the starting lineup. That didn't work. He was three for 14. Duncan, they saw that at a game one. They're like, yeah, we're not going to let you do that. Jimmy and Bam were fishing, but if no one else is going to do anything, it doesn't really matter. Um, and for the Bucks, seven more, more pieces, more scores. Giannis, 17 points, 17 rebounds out there. Chris, 22 and eight. Drew Holiday, 19 points. And the big thing, again, pointing out the big difference of this small team last year, 12 assists. Um, he's a big-time passer. And you saw five from Giannis, five from Middleton. They really just keep the ball moving. And um, that allows Forbes and Portis to really be effective out there. And they look completely ready for the second-round matchup. I'm excited. I'm getting hyped already. Hopefully, they both handle business so we can get one of those. You know what I mean? Them game ones in the middle of a bunch of game fives or game sixes that you're going to see um, in that second round. If they hurry up and just both teams handle business, as long as Boston isn't racist, which I think now they can't be because they will get immediately ejected. So the Nets should go head on when those two the Bucks should win this next one. And we should I mean, if he's going to call it out. Yeah, if he's going to call it out and we're going to watch Marcus, three people get, a, get straight banned. The worst part was Marcus Smart was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, he's not uh, lying. Kendrick really tried. Kendrick Perkins tried. He went right. I saw him right on. Every time I watched it, first take, he was right up there saying, I don't know. Boss is not that racist. My, my uncle lives here. He's never had an incident. I was like, Kendrick, bro. Kendrick. You played on the championship <laughs> winning team. He's I'm a like, Celtics homer. We know that. Yeah, but like Kendrick. Anyway. His, his reaction in Boston is not going to be the same as a Kyrie Irving. And he knows that. But even as a Marcus Smart, that's because they try to trade him. I was like, oh, I see. Uh, let me just let me just say what it is. Cause I'm about to leave anyway. Y'all gonna blame me somehow? Get me off this team? <laughs> yeah, Kendrick was the one that said Marcus Smart the problem with the team too. <laughs> yep. He sees the wave. Marcus can come to Philly for real. He can beat the eyeball. Who can shoot? I'll take it. Honestly, Marcus Smart's kind of what y'all need. Marcus really should go to the Blazers. That would make them crazy. He gonna come right off the bench. True, he will be a bench player. CJ, CJ for Tobias, sign Marcus. <laughs> see now that, see now that's not bad. That's not bad. That team's elite. That's an elite team. Right? I don't know about elite. I don't know about elite. Not, so definitely bad. not it's an elite team. team. Depends on time. <laughs> Depends on Mr. Time. They got all the defense. They got other scorers. Other passes. They still need some centers. <laughs> They still need some centers that they still need some centers that can run faster than a than a than a seven. <laughs> Look, all I'm gonna say is you don't hype up Valanciunas's fifteen of fifteens. Nurkis can do that. So do they? Valanciunas isn't slow or isn't as slow. I mean, yeah, wait a minute. As slow. He isn't as slow. Nurkic doesn't get killed. He just fouled. He's got not foul. 
it doesn't help that there's no one on the else on the team who can play defense. But anyway, Darnell, what were your thoughts about the Bucks Heat? I was, I was about to say, how we even get to play? <laughs> getting back there. I got it. I'm, I'm, I'm driving the. We drove we right, right up at the store because it's nothing to talk about. But what do you, what are your comments on the Bucks Heat? The series being over, Jimmy Superstardom being over, a lot of ugliness coming out of here. Spolster, best coach in the league, doesn't look, doesn't look all that bright right now. It could have smacked just played the Knicks. Jimmy would have straight been a superstar if they won that. They said we, they said we want the Bucks. It's funny because yeah, so- Crowder is looking equally bad. So it's like, damn, they both fucked up. Real. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, um, anytime for the Bucks, obviously Drew Holiday, plus 41, 19 and 12. He was amazing out there. And for the Bucks, whenever they can take some pressure off of Giannis and have that third score, that second and third score be middle than Holiday, then they have defined roles. And we know everybody else can, you know, kind of fill in the, the you know, the open spots and, you know, hit open shots. Like Bryn Forbes, he had 11, not the high volume that he had in game two, but still effective nonetheless. Bobby Portis, he had 11, plus 21 for P.J. Tucker. His minutes were really good out there. He hit a corner three, doing what he normally does. So we know the Bucks have a high-power offense. It was about could they finally break through the wall of Miami defensively with Giannis. And they've proven that they could. And this series is pretty much over. The Heat are probably trying to figure out how they can get Kawhi now and kicking themselves in the faces for not trading Tyler Hero for James Harden. So <clears throat> I just I just read the um the trade package that was supposed to be um the James Harden trade package. So it was supposed to be Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Precious Achie. Well, um, Kendrick Precious Nunn, Achua. Achua, Precious Achua, Kendrick Achua. Nunn, <laughs> two first and four pick swaps. That is a lot. Four pick swaps. <laughs> they want the whole future on a team. <laughs> right he just took the Brooklyn's whole future. Brooklyn. Had two other Hall of Famers right there. <laughs> like that's the difference. Hey man, Miami and had a borderline. Like, thought the contract was bad, and Joe Harris. This e team don't have a Joe Harris. They just trade you everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they were straight trying to take their Joe Harris actually. Yeah, exactly. I mean. So do you think that do you think that that would have been a good move for um Miami to do? What are your goals, right? Like what do you Well, yeah. Obviously, if Jimmy's going to be there, <clears throat> you want to pair him around the best players that you can because he's an older player. So, you don't like you really you really have to be high on Well, if the thing with Duncan and Kendrick they're both already on the end of their contracts, so you gotta resign them anyway. Um, so really, it just comes back to how much faith do you have in Tyler, and and do you think that Precious is going to develop into anything? You know, crazy. They don't play Precious, so there's that. And Tyler, as stated, has been awful. 
So I mean, and, and apparently the team don't the team don't even like him right now anyway because oh, they think like he's too him. good because they think he's too Hollywood or whatever. Definitely is. He clearly doesn't work as hard. You can tell the man just the man as a rookie really did just help was a huge catalyst and the best player in the series and took them to the final. Had me calling him Manu Ginobili. They call him Manu Ginobili. Wow. You did you did do that. He was. And then he got to Hollywood. Manu just got a baldy. There's a difference. Yeah, well. Well cut off Tyler's okay. hair, bro, and then he'll be Manu. He'll lose all that pride. It was the song. It really was the song. And Duncan lost his best friend. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Duncan lost the so... <laughs> key to the team. Definitely. <laughs> They definitely were texting all the time. Hey, yo. <laughs> and, <laughs> and as nice as Trevor Ariza looked at first, <clears throat> it all went downhill once he started doing push-ups <laughs> off that man. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> so, so Trevor down bad, Duncan down bad, Gorn old, Iggy old, and bad. Um, Precious don't play. <laughs> Kendrick Kendrick was bad. Kendrick can't come off the bench. Tyler is bad. <clears throat> they really their third best score was Bielika. And Bam and Jimmy are good. They need a team. Solid. They can figure it so, out if you give them pieces. But so my question is: Are the Miami Heat's window? More towards Bam or more towards Jimmy? It was towards Jimmy, but that's now they're just gonna have to push it towards Bam. Yeah, I think Jimmy's declining. So I don't know about that. He gained all my my man's gained all that muscle. (laughs) 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 Didn't know what to do with it. I don't know if he's declining. I think game one was a real bad look. So, yeah. But it's game like, two wasn't much better. Jimmy works best, obviously, when he had, when he, he's kind of a coach on the floor. I figured it out. I think in game one, he figured out, oh, shit. I got to shoot the ball out because these dudes aren't going to be open. And it's been the case. And he, he shot badly in game one. He shot better the last two, except he's just not that kind of – he can't – I don't think anybody really in his position could – Take this team and beat the Bucks for real, but yeah. maybe LeBron. Maybe this team sucks. It's yeah. gonna do nothing. They're pretty bad. Yeah, like they're pretty <laughs> terrible. So I don't know if he's declining. He just works better, obviously, when he's got other guys around him. That's that's like his superstar gift is getting the most of everyone else. But if if Duncan gonna lose his best friend and Tyler going, just, you know, you fucking these Miami hoes. Yeah. All right, this is news to me. Apparently, Tyler Hero has a girlfriend, and she's an Instagram model, and I'm a little yes. So. Yes, she's an Instagram model. She has a lot of followers, too. She does. All right, well, if you already got the girl, what is, what is he – I'm confused on why he's – 
I, I got it. I understand it now. Jack Harlow is a curse to NBA players. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Or or we seen Lou Will was straight putting up <laughs> Lou Will was straight putting up Tyler Hero stats last year. Ever since we saw him in the uh, strip club with Jack Harlow. <laughs> Never name a song after a rookie, man. It doesn't pan no, out. It's not well. just a rookie. It's not just a rookie. He went out there with, with the man who's going to have the sixth man of the year named after him and turned him into nobody in the playoffs. I'm just saying, man, it's a trend. Damn, the Jack man. Harlow curse. It the used Jack to be the Harlow little B curse. <laughs> the little B was doing it. Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow yeah. was doing this on accident. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing it to people he likes. Hey man, that, that little that little that little B hey man, Durant didn't win his first title until until Lil B left the curse. <laughs> Dre was like, damn, I gotta go to the Warriors <laughs> just just to fight this curse. <clears throat> Shit, Harden still hasn't won one yet. Damn. Yes, Harden about to be broke. You said what? Harden about to he about to win one soon though. He had to join Durant, who had the curse lifted. Yep. <laughs> Like Kyrie's burn a little sage in there, that'd be good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gotta free yourself of these demons. All right, let's. Oh man, let's get into it. This should be fun. Player of the day, coach of the day, game of the day, highlight of the day, dickhead of the day. Start with Darnell. What you got for us? All right, so for my player of the last two days, I got to go with John Morant. John Morant, even though it was a losing effort, 47 is still 47. So I'm going to go there for my – Hey, man, 47 was impressive. All right, I'm not going to give it to a loser. I'm going to give it to Anthony I'm playing. Davis. Go ahead. <laughs> 34, 34 and 11. I should have gave it to Anthony Davis. 34 and 11, posing his will in the series, getting the Lakers back over top of the signs. For a second consecutive game, my coach of the last two days is Mike Budenholzer for putting his foot on the pedal and not letting Miami breathe in game three. So that's impressive there. <laughs> for my game of the last two days, I got to go with New York Atlanta because Atlanta had that big lead and New York just came back and it was a really good effort by Derrick Rose for my Highlight of the night, I got to go with – I got to go with – I'm going to go with the Philadelphia fan pouring popcorn on Russell oh Westbrook's head. God, how is that your highlight? Even... You said that's the highlight. <laughs> that's my highlight of the night and my dickhead of the night. Oh, my God. The, it goes to the fans of Utah. I want. I could have gave. I could have easily gave it to the Knicks, to the Knicks fan for spitting on Trey Young, but it goes 
to the fan in Utah for what he said to John Morant's family. It was very inappropriate. I won't say it on the podcast, but I didn't even hear it. Damn. I didn't yeah. either. That's what that. Should I just say it? Should I just say no, it? No, we we can we can say it off air. We can wait till off air. Okay, I can wait. Yeah, we can wait to say it off air. I'll say it off air. Oh, that's, my, that's okay. what I got. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> my um, player of the day is going to go to Derrick Rose for his um 26 points against Atlanta, you know, helping them win that game. Um, coach is going to go to Tom Thibodeau for, you know, evening up the series, the series against Atlanta with the 1 1. Um, my game is going to go to. Denver versus Portland, you know, for being a highly competitive game. Um, my highlight, I'll have a highlight. However, my dickhead is going to go to somebody we haven't talked about a little bit. Mr. Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> Paul George says he has no concerns after going down 0-2 against the Dallas Mavericks. He said he has no worries. I ain't worried about none. So. I ain't worried about a damn thing. <laughs> I think we'll be a okay, even though we lost both games at home. Yeah, Paul George should probably talk a little less sometimes. <laughs> you know what? He ain't got to worry. Say something. I blame Paul. Paul was good. Paul, Paul going to escape the postseason for me with no dickheads. Now, if he goes down 3-0, we got to see those comments. About to happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and a Even little if bit he more wins, Clippers he could news. say something really stupid, and then that would be funny. And he would Oh, yeah, him. yeah, yeah. A little bit more Clippers news. So, Rajon Rondo was heard yelling in the locker room following the game two loss, and he was going at it with Mr. Serge Ibaka and Mr. Tyron Luke. Not surprising. Okay. Ty, Ty Lue's been known as a coach to challenge his players a little bit. And what? <laughs> can I can I add context? God. Yes, go ahead. Cracking on my that's all right. So he's been known to challenge his players in locker rooms and privacy. He well, he notably got into shot matches with LeBron. He pressured Kyrie to pass the ball more. Not saying that it's going to necessarily work, but that's just been his MO. So that's not surprising. Rondo is a feisty guy, so he's not going to back down and take lightly to any type of criticism from somebody he doesn't feel like it's warranted from. So plays in 19 minutes and he's a plus 13. Oh, fuck your criticism. Can you put me in the game, please? So carry the pass that man, bro. That man, that man straight had four assists in the last three games to shooting the ball. <laughs> LeBron was like, "Bro, I didn't bring you here so you could coach. You need to listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> Stop being an idiot." <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, Kyrie just told Ty Lue that it was LeBron's job. Say that's LeBron's job to pass the ball. <laughs> he, 
when you're right, you're right. <laughs> I mean, Dennis listening. <laughs> Ty Lue and Conley fighting for this teaser. It's close. <laughs> it's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. I got to give it to Ty. Not, not, not challenges players. Starting up, bro. <laughs> Y'all just cracking on me all podcast, bro. I'm trying you know, to give good takes. It's <laughs> only it's only when it's only when Ty Lu brings brought up. Uh, I tried. We only, yeah, we, only I tried. Laugh, we only laugh when Ty Lu is brought up, bro. I promise. I know it's Ty Lu. Every time Ty Lu is brought up, is, man. Not not knock was the problem, but we about to get swept in the first round. Oh, with a better team. Oh man! Now what's oh no because because they're missing the one person that could score. What's interesting? I mean, it, I watched him go one for six yesterday, and you just said he does that. So yeah. no, he did that when he was with Jack Harlow. He, he does it now. <laughs> he was doing it all regular season. Right damn on. Jack! <laughs> damn Jack Harlow! You. He, he sat with him one night, ruined his whole career. Damn. I don't even know what I was about to I don't know why Rondo's yelling at Ibaka, though. Is he telling Ibaka, yell at Tyler Whitney, we can get on the fucking court, please? <laughs> I don't know what Ibaka's doing wrong. The man's playing eight minutes. Bro, you're not hurt. Play. Tired losing. Oh man, not the you're not hurt, not the Kawhi. Had to. When I'm right there, had to say it. Oh yeah, Kawhi is right there. Had to. Had to let him know what type of time it is. <laughs> oh man. Kawhi know, really bro. served there just to leave. Say, yo, bro, when you when you pulling up, hey man, maybe Serge will join him on Golden State though. He will after his contract leaves and after the contract ends. Huh? They need him. Oh wait, when is I thought he had a one year. He has a two year. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Paul got that four year too. That's the crazy part. That man Paul gonna be chilling. Right in the lottery. <laughs> Rondo leaving. Rondo gonna force a trade. He's gonna cuss out anybody he needs to cuss out. Get the fuck off that team. <laughs> All right, Dom, where were you? You just you highlight. Then. Oh, um, <clears throat> I'll have a highlight. Um, my player the last two days, man, it's gotta be, it's gotta be the MVP. I'll be yoke, yoke man. Yoke it's out there snapping 36 points, 11 rebounds, going crazy. Um, doing what, honestly, man, we, I think a lot of us thought the series would be over in the first game, but, um, they fighting 
And he's he's looking like uh, the best player out there. So kudos to him, kudos to Jokic, and they're now up 2-1. Also, again, my coach today, it's Mike Malone for making the single biggest adjustment I've seen this postseason. Keep harping on it, but Aaron Gordon um, on Dame. Now, second biggest adjustment is Alfred Payton playing five minutes in game two. But so Thibodeau, you close, but Malone straight won two games since that move. So let me give him coach of the day. Game of the day, though, got to be Knicks Hawks. We had dramatics. Fans getting booted, banned from Massport Garden. Fans getting banned from Massport Garden like they're Patrick Ewing. Not like they're Patrick Ewing. What's his name? Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley, yes. Like they're Charles Oakley. Fans getting getting banned like Charles Oakley. We had, man, Trey giving the peace sign to the Knicks crowd at the end of the game. Had everything, and we had the Hawks choking a big lead. Had me jinxing them. I was asking for apologies in the group chat. They still won't bet me that the Knicks are going to win the series, though. They still won't do that. That's you. Huh? I, I, I accepted the bet. With me? Yeah. You think the Knicks are going to win the series? Nah, but I bet on the Hawks, too. So I'm, I'm just doubling down. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, so, I, I so, so if either team wins. Hey, man, I'll take uh, 20. So if either team wins. Cool. <laughs> give, me, give me 20 on it. 20 on it right now. I'll do it. Smack do it right hey, now. But so, so, we, so we both make 20. <laughs> How do we both make 20? It doesn't make any sense. Because I bet the other dude 40 that the, uh, that the Hawks will win. Damn. Nah, if the Hawks won, so, then I win. <laughs> but I'll take your 20. Oh. I'll take your 20 as well. I like it. Cool. And did I'll you bet? Cool. Did you bet with them too? Yep. I bet him 20. I bet him 40. <laughs> 40? That's crazy. Yep. They are gonna win. I bet 40 on the hawk. 40. I That's what why why you think I'm betting 20 with you that the next goal? Hey man. I man just trying to just, just <laughs> Mitigate possible. All I want is my twenty dollars. <laughs> but I mean, if you lose the other bet, you would technically lose twenty dollars. Exactly, but I don't lose forty. Okay, hey man, now I'm you in see, the hole. Now you see I what I'm saying? 40. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Hey man, I'll double down on this. I'll double down on that. Um, my, I really want to take that Sixers Hawks bet though. Please, please, please bet me with that. I'll do that fifteen. I'll do 20, whatever. I already did 15. You can get for five. I got to see how the series goes now. I got to see how the series goes. Honestly, though, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Hey, man, I don't want I'm, I'm trying to – I have the Nets in the finals, and that's looking – only because the Bucks look real good. I'm a little worried about that, too. Got that oh, yeah. I'm, if I lose that one, I'm going to lose 30. <laughs> if, the, if the Nets don't go to the finals, I'm losing $30. Yeah, because you bet the other dude 20, they would win. I don't know why you did that. Darnell, as you can see, there's a lot going on here. I was feeling risky. <laughs> I, I just felt like betting. <laughs> I felt like betting for the sake of betting, bro. I'm about to be $70 in the hole for real in the next round. It's crazy. No, nah, I'm about to be $50 in the hole. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, you are dope. Yeah. 
Good job. It was slick. It was slick. I did. <laughs> I had to do that one. <laughs> hey man, I'll take it. So if the because if the Sixers beat the Hawks, I lose fifteen, and if the Nets don't make the finals, I lose ten. But if the Hawks win this series, I make forty. So I at least would make fifteen out of all this. I'll take it. That's why I can't bet you the fifteen on the Hawks Sixers because <laughs> then I would just be looking dumb. I would do all that to go nowhere. I want to get somewhere. <laughs> I'll do ten. No. This <laughs> man said five. Five. Get you, get you some, get you, get you a couple McDoubles. You know what? I'll take it. <laughs> nah, declined. <laughs> I'm backing out. <laughs> oh man, not even for five. Nah. I can lose 15 on my team. If I lose 15 and they go to the conference finals, it'll be the happiest 15. 20, though? I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that 20, but that 15, I'm cool. And kept lowering the price. I kept saying, sure, sure, sure. And I kept thinking about it. I was like, you know what? You're right. You know what? You're exactly correct. Fifteen dollars on Hawks beating the 76ers. I did. I did, but guess what I didn't do? I didn't bet 30 on it. So there you go. I definitely didn't bet 40 on any Hall of Famers. Definitely not betting 40 on any of these grown men to do anything. I don't trust anybody like that. That's why I had to. That's why I had to join. That's why I had to take the other man. Man, man. he was Darnell. Tell me why he mad as shit at me because I was rooting for the Knicks to win just because I wanted a game five. He was like, "What the fuck did you do?" I was like, "How did I do anything to you?" Now I Wait, know what? what I did to him. Clearly, what happened? He, he heard you were mad, and he was mad at the chat. You were mad at this group chat for me because. I was rooting for the Knicks. You're like, why'd you jinx them? I was like, damn, how'd I, what the hell? I didn't say that. You did. You tagged me. I was busy. <laughs> mad as shit. I was like, what are you talking no, I wasn't, about? I wasn't mad. Nah, he was like, he was like, he was like, I hope the Knicks win so we can get to game five. I was like, I don't, I got money on this. I want this to be a sweep. I have money on it too. I just don't have, I don't have a whole fucking 40 on that shit. That's like a, that's a, that's two monthly memberships to my gym. That's two months. Your memberships. And that's why I was like, all right, all right, I bet too much. <laughs> bet that's too almost much. a video game. Like, that's that's what we're splitting internet costs. That's gonna be that's gonna be your internet bill. Man, put forty on them. Fuck no. <laughs> but I guess I just did it, so we're here now. Um, yeah, I actually got sixty on the Hawks right now. That's crazy. Let's go try. Um, <clears throat> my dickhead. Of the last two days, just the, 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 no, I was gonna say the fans because they were all acting crazy. But and Kyrie preempted the strike. We shouldn't mention that. Kyrie talked about the fans. The next day, three people get banned, and you see the fans kind of acting really dumb out here. And I, I want to give to the fans, but I have to go here. Kendrick Perkins, man. Yes, sir. Have to. <laughs> have no choice. <laughs> See, I wanted to, but I want I want to let you do it. 
I, I was about to not, but I just saw it. I saw him on my TV. Because first take, first take be grooving for real. When Max doesn't say some dumb shit about Brady and Molly. Or, or Iggy. Molly, Molly chilling now. So Steve, Steve really was going crazy. He was going off on the Knicks. This, that, the other. Bang, bang, bang. I'm like, okay, Steve, you, you, hey, you reminded me why I'm here. And then they were talking about Boston. Kendrick. I have never, ever heard any racist things from the Boston crowd. Kendrick, that's a lie. That's just not true. He was like, KG loved it here. I was like, that made, that's true. Because he won a ring there. And he was there for like two, three seasons. Marcus been <laughs> seeing all of it. He said, man, it's tough when you sit there and you hear, you know, people be racist. To, to the other team, you hear, you hear you hear them call the other people on the court the N word. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> that man, Bill Russell, said, "Don't retire my number. I'm good on that." Oh, did, did he for real? Yes, yes, he did. Man's got eleven rings. He was like, "Nah, not for them." Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, we, I did this for us, not for them." This is literal comment. Oh, They're racist. Kendrick Perkins. I'm not saying obviously everyone in Boston is racist, but if we're going to say, and I'm not, obviously, you don't have to say that every fan in Philly is a dickhead, but we got some dickhead fans, and Boston has some racist ones. Didn't they throw batteries at a dude? No, they threw a banana at fucking baseball player. I think it was Adam Jones. Yeah. Also. It was Adam Jones. And appeal to dude. I have never seen a racist thing. Bro, what? And my highlight of the last two days. It was during, like I said before, the Jazz-Grizzlies game, right? So I'm watching the game, kind of half watching, relaxing with my friend, smoking. So I'm like, we're listening to music, watching the game. I'm seeing the Jazz hit a bunch of things. I'm like, this game kind of crazy low-key, but I'm like turning back and forth. And then for one minute, had to ignore my friend because I saw something happening on the TV that I couldn't believe. I saw lights. I saw balloons coming down. I was like, what the hell is going on? Charles Barkley beat Kenny to the board <laughs> and hit the guarantee <laughs> button. And it was pandemonium. That was fire. She doesn't even like basketball. She's like, what is going on? I was like, I don't know. And I'm sorry that I can't listen to your story, but. Oh, you're talking about her. But, but this is pretty crazy. And it was quite a sight. And it was the, it was the only time my eyes were glued to the TV that game. I honestly didn't even notice the job 47. I should have been it's awful. But I did notice them damn balloons. And I was like, did Charles beat him? And you know how Kenny making it, I can't run excuse. Charles beat him. Charles. Damn. Damn, Charles. Got Only one. got one. It's, yep, he did get one. It was, it was great television. And it just further shows by TNT. It's goats. They smack. Yep. It's better than ESPN. It's not even. It's better than anybody else across any other sport it's not even close it's not even close actually nfl no nothing nothing nothing's comparable 
nothing is like they they the, the the crazy thing is they started doing this a while ago and no one it's like it's like imagine like you know we saw the warriors right imagine that mm-hmm. except they still kept doing it and no one has caught up to it yet that's what TNT halftime show has been for like 20 years now it's incredible it's really crazy and i do i do love how Shaq in the playoffs he's definitely more dialed in he got his clips too makes it fun a man Shaq right. was vlogging and beating Kenny but <laughs> when Charles did it, that was different. And that it just it, it added a lot of spice to that game. And then the second half, you saw it go crazy. You know, it was just a fun, fun atmosphere. And TNT, y'all, y'all are killing it. They keep giving you all these early. What they're doing to TNT is kind of fucked up. They're kind of giving them a lot of these early games. And I, I sense ESPN's going to get some of the later games in the series, or at least ABC. That's what I think is going to happen with the scheduling here. Because they've been off like three, four straight nights, I think, right? Friday now. Been on TNT every night, I want to say. I don't think they've been on ESPN one time this whole week. Um, but TNT's been bringing tonight. it. Tonight. Tonight they're on ESPN. Yeah, because it's Friday. Yep. My man Charles wants to go out. Fuck these <laughs> hey, but, 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 hey, man, great job, TNT. Half for y'all, man. Y'all, y'all leading the way for us. Not ESPN. Y'all t- teach us how to be fun with the shit. Well, first take, but, you know, the old first take. But, again, they, they caught up to themselves. So, and Yeah, cut everybody, everybody. Well, they cut one dude, and he <laughs> was everybody. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Damn, Skip. Great was everybody. He brings the eyes to the station. Colin was there, too. Cut him. That was really stupid. But, honestly... If Skip is going to be gone, fuck it. At that point, you might as well just strip it all down, make it all Steve. Had that man Steve, took him two weeks, but he finally spotted Kwame Brown. I got to watch that. Finally did, yeah. Told that man he wasn't good. Crazy. My man Kwame, he put that man through so much. <laughs> and then just won't let him. Won't let him 20 years. He definitely, he definitely went straight at his neck for like ten straight years. Made a career off that man. Yep. Kwame Brown is a straight scrub. Is a fine scrub. Hey man, look, look, skip, skip, skip went right after. Skip went right after my fucking LeBron. His whole career. And you feel me? LeBron LeBron just took that shit in the shoulder and LeBron's came better. The second best player of all time. He doesn't just take it on the shoulder. He got Shannon hired to talk on his behalf every day <laughs> against him. Let's not pretend like that's not what's happening here, first off. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Kwame, Kwame, don't have, Kwame don't have the media power to just go get somebody hired. He ain't say, hey, Matt, I need you to defend me. This is not how it's going to work. They're both number one picks, bro. All right. All right. All right. right. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. I appreciate you guys. (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys for listening, man. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, Not sure what we're going to do yet. Maybe tomorrow, maybe Sunday. I will talk to the folks. We'll figure it out. But it should be another fun night of basketball here. We got the Mavs clips, man. We'll see if these dudes just quit. And... Is it Hawks Knicks tonight? I think it is. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So we got the Hawks, Knicks, game three at Atlanta. And that's going to be a fun game. So I'm excited. And they finally, oh, and Nets, Celtics at 8 30. They finally didn't do the stupid ass two games of 10 shit. I'm happy. No one's going to watch Nets, Clippers, Nets, Celtics. Sorry. And they know that. And they put it right on when they should. NBA TV. Good job. Good job, NBA. No, it's a doubleheader on ESPN. And the the Mavs game starts at 9.30 on ESPN. 8.30 on ABC is the – Oh, they put the it on ABC. Game. That's yep. – Well, that's not that crazy, actually. Fuck it, I guess. They just want to yeah, show that's everyone – that's what they've been doing. Most of these other games in the middle have been on NBA TV, not not. Nah, Brooklyn and Boston been on ABC like every time. Nah, it was on. Wow, it was on NBC one. Was it on twice? Damn, they just trying to show everybody who's going to the finals. I see you, ABC. They trying to show me. Let's get these my money. Yeah, let's get these three ready. Let's get them ready. Commentate. <laughs> show me my money. Anyway, man, for Darnell and Don, this was Demetrius. And, um, hey, man, can't wait for tonight. Later. Triple D's deuces. It's a little better. A little better.